0: Welcome to the Squeaky Bum Time Podcast with Mike and Laurent. It is Thursday, May 6th. In this episode, Laurent talks tears in the power of football. We will go over a big, massive European football week. But first, Mike, we have an All-England Final for the second time in three years. Is this good? Is it bad? Or is it a sign of England winning the long version of World War II?
1: Yeah, no, it's it's England's dominance, and for the the neutral football fan, I certainly hope it's not as bad as the first one. And I had to sit through it and weep through my beer with it. The first one,
2: yeah,
1: um, yeah. No, it's exciting. I mean, Real Madrid would have been a bad, maybe a,
0: a hanging on fighter.
1: Yeah, I don't think they would have put up much of a fight with City. City I think would have annihilated them. Yes,
0: yeah, yeah. I think City's I'm uh, Chelsea. I should say. Yeah, yeah.
1: You shouldn't be, and we'll go into why in this episode, yeah. and that's why uh, everybody should listen. But I
0: do, I do, I do have a long take on this, um, on this moment because I thought about it. And I want to give you the floor. Yeah, I, I will. I'm going to talk about my team, but one thing about England and having an all England final and whatever. When you go through the history of football, essentially England was the last to join everything because they were like, "Well, we're England. Why the fuck should we join FIFA? They're French. Fuck them." Uh, has anyone ever noticed that the UK has four teams in FIFA? There's a reason for that. <laughs> they were they were allowed. They were like, we'll join FIFA. But, England, but Scotland has to have a team. Northern Ireland has to have a team. And Wales have to have a team. Why does Wales have its own fucking team? Right. So England fought itself to get in. And that's the reason why Real Madrid won the first fucking eight Champions Leagues. Because England was like, I'm not going. Fuck you, people! I'll just win yeah. in England. Who cares? So uh, they were like
1: the middle class kid that didn't get invited to the party. They're like, fuck you! I don't even want to go to your. No, school. they're
0: they're worse. They're the rich kid who got poor because uh, things started rotting. They're they're like the they're like uh, the the you know the the house poor people who have a really nice house, but they're actually broke from like four crashes ago.
1: I <laughs> used to say that real quick. I used to say that about my family because I went to a really rich kid high school in New yeah. York, and uh, and so like we would walk in and like, my dad has this like framed picture of like the 1980 Olympic team and whatever. And like this big TV and all this cool shit. And I used to say like to my friends that, who were rich, I'm like, yeah, we eat ramen three days a week. Like just, you know, just so you know, <laughs>
0: <laughs> would you go to Zavarian or something like that? Uh, St. Anthony's. Oh, okay. I don't know what that is. Uh, it's, anyway, it's who cares about version. weird Catholic schools? Uh, yeah. but one thing, one thing is I do think that the litmus test, when we look back, it's going to be Lester winning the league. And that lighting a fire under the other teams to be like, uh uh-uh, uh. Never oh, that pissed
1: everybody off.
0: Again, is my team losing to that team or in that right. way. Like it was a down season for Chelsea. For Arsenal was actually in decline. Spurs were on the ascendancy.
1: No, Arsenal was in second place that year. Right, but
0: they were already they were decline. They won in by like I mean they, they were had in the decline from the Invincibles. Right. Yeah, sure. Whatever. But like listen, they but were not the second the best
1: team in the league that year. Right. But yes, you're right.
0: And they had, they actually beat Leicester twice. And that Mm -hmm. catalyst and the, and the, and the Madrid and the Spanish teams still having money. Then England was like, never again. They freaking got amazing international rights, right? Another, because they do that three year deal every year. The money from international television dwarfed local television. They stopped giving a shit about local fans. Like, yeah, I don't care about Sky. This is a market of what? 5 million people are watching in England, 10 million, maybe. Yeah. And Ch- they, put their Ch- meta, they put their fucking foot on the gas. And at the same time, La Liga went more flat, went more Premier League where Barcelona and, and Real had to share their revenue. And it's been an English rise. It is cyclical, but it's cyclical in who finds new revenue sources. And back to the Super League, I think Flore, uh, Florentino Perez was finding the next revenue stream to bring Real's brand back up, that would have put him on parity with England. I mean, really, when you think about it, right? Because the as big you said, teams in Europe essentially were trying to join the Premier League. <laughs> exactly, it's cyclical,
1: like you said. But you know, at the same time, we were talking about you know La, La Decima, the three three Champions Leagues in a row. They sell Ronaldo. They all caught, you know got kind of stale, and all of a sudden. Real Madrid is. Uh, they they are we, we talked about them
0: and have. We no talked about them forward. as
1: the the plucky underdog in the Champions League semifinal. We talked about them like they were Ajax, yeah. you know. And yeah. so and so that's a great segue because but they're kind I of a reverse
0: Ajax. About, they're they're like an old team.
1: <laughs> yeah, but they but they had a lot of the kids and all that stuff, yeah, right? Yeah. But you, you're and so I want to talk about my experiences with the Champions League semifinal, but only in the context yeah, of so. So, so, so wait, let me set it up for you. Yeah. We got to watch a pretty, uh, over two legs, a pretty dominant Chelsea. I'm sorry, City team. Chelsea, the two. first, <laughs> well, it's Chelsea as well. But, but more importantly, the first half, you got punched right in the mouth hard and for the next 100 and what 135 minutes. Is that yeah. what it is? Uh, you just took the took it to them. PSG yeah. didn't have a fucking clue. Now, granted, what? they did not have Mbappe in the second leg, which was huge. Especially chasing a goal, chasing two goals. The
0: big thing is, is like, it's not, it's not. So soccer is weird. It, it, you can be dominant without scoring goals. You can be powerful and champions league games have effects outside of just, it's not just the game. It's, It's similar to American sports. Whatever the winner does, everyone tries to do. Everyone starts shooting threes. Everyone tries to find a 22-year-old quarterback who can throw laser beams, uh, whose dad was a pitcher in the major leagues. (laughs) So everyone copies each other. And so winning the Champions League and how you win it makes a huge difference. And what happened with City was they just controlled those games over 120 minutes to the point that they were going to score or – We're getting there. And really, PSG were the toughest team for City to play at this moment because City's weaknesses are on the break. But the thing is for non-City everyday watchers is this is a different team from prior teams. Uh, It's a defense first team. That's its strength. Narratives take a really long time to change. And from the outside pundits are like, Oh, look how pretty it is. Look how many goals they score. They literally just say the thing they've been saying and don't actually think to look at the games city normally score 120 goals a season and give up somewhere in the range of 50. And this year they've probably only scored 80 and given up only 30. So it's just subtle shift the other way. And this game was just, it was amazing. It was powerful. It was strong. The team played as a unit. They were never in doubt. It was never a danger. Uh, never they really had lost. everything under control aside from that Marquinhos header off the bar and the, the Angel de, de Maria sort of like mistake that almost went in because uh, he shot from probably 35 yards city were in control of this game. And I, we've talked about it before, but I have seen, All the sports that I want to see win. Uh, My initial memories are late Reggie Yankees. I was six. So probably the 81 World Series is vaguely in my memory. Uh, My cousins out in Long Island um, were, you know, I was a kid when the Islanders were in the middle of their run and people would honk their horns through the neighborhood. So I remember that winning. That was a big deal. The 86 Mets. As a kid, you're a front runner, right? So the Buckner ball was huge. The 85 Mets losing was huge. 87 Mets. the, the, the Giants in the Super Bowl was a big deal. Phil Sims against against, um, against uh, uh, John Elway. I didn't have any, I sort of became a sports fan on my own. So all this is my own doing. My dad would rather read a book about Einstein and eat fucking pistachio nuts till two o'clock in the morning than watch a sporting event. He did the right thing. He took his kid to watch sports, but it's not his thing. To this day, the Rangers winning the Stanley Cup is one of the great New York sports moments ever. I was happy. I was, you know, 20. No, I wasn't, eighty-four. Yeah, 20, 19. And... Uh, the Boone home run I was in the gaff hugging two friends we stood in the same spot for probably an hour a great moment jumping up and down I can still get goosebumps about it nothing and you know 96 Yankees Charlie Charlie Hayes all those moments are incredible but nothing does what soccer does. This is a semi-final game this isn't even the final um and and Mara's second goal goes in at about the 60 minute mark. After after the block by fucking Zinchenko and Stones, who are just following Neymar, and, and it's like the eighth ball that fucking Diaz is taken in the face. And you're holding your breath, hoping your team finds a way. We're hanging on 1-0. Yeah, it was nice. We were controlling the game. Phil Foden went in on goal two other times and could have scored with his little pea head and giant body. But the Mahrez goal going in, you could breathe. And maybe 30 seconds later, I thought. Manchester City are going to the Champions League final. (laughs) It's still like (laughs) Manchester City are going to the Champions League final. All the bullshit, all the fucking song, all the booing, all the all the pundits sort of shitting on every accomplishment City does. You know, we're not an important team. We're a small team. We're nobody's. You know, we don't like us. I wish we were more like Millwall, like you don't we don't, li- you don't like us and we don't care. Basically, UEFA and fucking FFP and everything was built to stop City from winning. It's like Major League Baseball with the Yankees. Fuck MLB and the fucking salary caps and fuck UEFA for trying to stuff City in a closet because we have more money and we're more run. We're the lethal combination, rich and competent, unlike all the other teams who are rich and incompetent right? Liverpool is not quite as rich as City, but they're competent. Barca has Messi and it made it look like they were competent. They're actually incompetent. And then the guy who developed the whole thing died and they ran him out of, out of the team because Cruyff actually had ideas and wouldn't listen to people. So all the guys that worked with Cruyff, all the guys that knew what Barca did to get to where Barcelona were for the last 15 years, they all fucked off to City. So So City basically has the best people from Barca running their team that basically created Barcelona in this 15 year window of, of Messi, And I can't believe it. I'm over the moon. I, I don't know what'll happen. I'm petrified of fucking Chelsea. Cause I think when we look back on it and we think about the last three or four months since probably Christmas, since Tuchel took over, Chelsea and city are the two best teams in the world. I don't think it's aside in Bayern. I don't think it's particularly a hot take to say. They just are. Well,
1: what what a wonderful time for this to become uh, the Champions League final matchup.
2: You know, as I get older, I tend to appreciate different things. One thing I love now more than I ever have in the past is some unique furniture. Not just any furniture, unique custom furniture made by Battle Rattle Woodworks. He's specialing in charcuterie boards for all those parties you're about to host when this weather gets a little nicer. Even better, if you enter the code CHOP15 at checkout, you're going to get 15% off your entire purchase. Massive savings, on some unique American made stuff. Help support your local veteran right now and visit him on social media at Battle Rattle Woodworks. You know, myself and Gooch are both getting a little older. One of the first things to go is your vision. Thank goodness for our hookup over at Absolute Eyewear in Woodbridge, New Jersey, right on Main Street next to the train station. They have glasses for all ages, all budgets. They have safety glasses, sports glasses. They are a full service powerhouse offering eye exams and even free lenses for the kids. They work with BCBS, AAA, AARP, giving massive discounts. They're open five days a week, closed on Wednesdays and Sundays. Call 732-326-3937 to get your first pair of Ray-Ban, Burberry, Coach, Polo, you name it. They got it. Go see Craig and Johnine right now. Because on Saturday at 12.30 p.m. Eastern Time,
0: again. <laughs>
1: probably, probably on NBC, you will get Manchester City and Chelsea.
0: Now, yeah, City's it's sort gonna of play, interesting. City won't play their dudes. They'll probably take no, the loss. No,
1: anyway. no, no. Take the loss. It's, and by the way, you could clinch the league, yeah? Against Chelsea this week? Yes. Probably, yeah. Uh, so, with a draw. With a draw. And the best <laughs> part is that City play their B guys and get a draw, right? Like it's well, not our problem, B guys but are
0: as good as – our B guys are a top six side.
1: So, uh, <laughs> you know, we're we're big fans of the men and Blazers on this show, right? And, they went Raj a little Deva, fucking right?
0: far. Fuck you, Raj can eat a dick i uh,
1: listen they they i have i have issues with them as well but but <laughs> the way that they wax poetically about the storylines that run and and you, you hit on the boon home run and the rangers and all the all the great new york sports moments and how this sort of hit
0: it, it, but it's more for me it's about the personal thing i've never felt anything like i feel understand for team. That, but but here's Bizarre. i think here's i can't I think even think a explain little it.
1: bit why because with with tottenham and and that run to the champions league final a few years ago i, I agree and the thing is is that they always say you know the what's the one of the biggest tropes about their show they go the premier league script writers right like right, right, they yeah, always yeah. talk about how it's the greatest drama in the history of sport and yeah they're not wrong right like oh. the things that this sport does to you organically makes you feel good bad and everywhere okay. in between it's but the, but it's always heightened and so you've got Another amazing Premier League script writer storyline where Chelsea and Man City have now clinched places in the Champions League final for what? Uh, three weeks from today or yeah, to whatever. doesn't matter. Yeah, three weeks. And yet the first game they both play after that is against each other, right? Yeah. Like how you played two weeks
0: ago in the FA Cup semifinal. In the FA Cup semifinal. Oh. Will... So you've
1: got so many things to draw on.
0: Yeah. There's yeah. so
1: many, there's just. That's that's the difference I find is that you even in the height of Yankees, Red Sox in the late 90s. Right. There it was, was almost so too much. Like it needed
0: there. it needed the well, no, the Red Sox should have never won. But it was like, well, for, whatever is like soccer. But th- this there's a parallel there that I'd like. That's to talk the about.
1: closest. Set, right. Right. Exactly. So between what, 96 and 2000 and. Probably 2009, roughly, right? Because the Red Sox had a couple of up-and-down years. But now, once they won in 2004, period, it was over. Or seven. It was really yeah, over. Yeah, sure, bro. fine. But by seven, it was over. But even 2006, we curb-stomped them at Fenway Park. I remember yeah. that. It was a four-game yeah. series, and we eliminated them. And we went, we're back, motherfuckers. And oh, yeah, yeah, I do. It. That was the – was the, that
0: the B- Abreu series? Or is that way before? I can't even remember.
1: Yeah, that was the Boston Massacre stuff. But anyway, but the the point is that, like, that's the closest that in my lifetime I've felt like the – and it was my team. It was our biggest rival, and it meant so much to me. But if you watch as of neutral – right? They always say on the NBC broadcast, they always say, Oh, well, if you're rooting as a neutral, which like, what does that mean? It means you don't have any skin in the game, but you're just watching because it's so good. I don't, I mean, I feel that way because uh, I watch hockey. I watch baseball. I watch football, but like usually it's cause I'm betting on the game or usually it's cause I have a fantasy team in yeah. mind. Right. I will watch premier league football because of the story. It is unprecedented and good and right? good teams and so that that's, play. That's well. the
0: thing. And the other thing is good teams that play well. You're just like, yeah, I'm in. Like, I literally fell in love with Brighton. I literally fell oh, in love you? with Leeds. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I don't think, like,
1: I'm, mean, in. I'm in. I talk that for much it. about Brighton. I don't know. Could you elaborate on Brighton? I'm just kidding. We're not going to spill any more ink on that until <laughs> we hire Graham Potter. But no, so let's get back to the, the to the analysis part of it. Okay. Yeah. You got three weeks. Yeah. You have a relatively easy run in. You're going to clinch the league. Nobody oh, we're cares. you. We're not done in the This FA, is the FA. The only
0: game that matters. You're out.
1: It's not though, but for Chelsea it does. Right, Chelsea have to compete for top four. They have and games to the play. FA Cup. So, so let's go through Chelsea's run in. It's there tough. are six games left in Chelsea's season. You have Manchester City away. You have Arsenal at home. You have Leicester City in the FA, in Cup. The FA Cup final. Yeah, and
0: then Leicester again.
1: Leicester City in the Premier League
0: for the and for then you have might Aston be for the Billis top four
1: which yeah right that 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 Leicester City game could be a top 4 showdown. So if you put it this way in Chelsea's context right and for those listening if you don't understand if you win the Champions League final I mean obviously you get crowned the champion of Europe. Yeah. But you also get an automatic bid regardless of your standing in your league into next year's tournament. Correct. And so that's great whatever. But right now Chelsea and Leicester City and frankly Liverpool and and honestly Leicester so Spurs but West Ham as well there's there's there's, there's five teams for two spots right now yep. arguably yeah mathematically but chelsea unquestionably of those teams are the is the best one But yep. they have also unquestionably the most difficult run-in they and have if they the were most game man yeah. city
0: yeah
1: if they were to play man city in two weeks right if they if you were to swap the leicester city game and the, the man city game i'd be like oh you're gonna beat man city because they won't give a fuck but they get to go they get to ch- win the league at home against a team that they're gonna they get to exude dominance over a team that they're gonna fucking beat for the the only trophy they really care about in three weeks oh buddy you're not coming away with three points in that game i'm sorry city so, aren't no i, I don't Chelsea's know what's in city trouble do. No, no 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 no. i mean sit chelsea chelsea is not winning that game on
0: saturday man city they have not won they have not won uh yes yeah i i think it'll be like an aguero like aguero kind of vincent company song. so so last this week was vincent company's uh the two-year anniversary of the shot when it's the vinny no the shot goal. the goal for vinny the vinny no shot. so that's the great thing and it, it, this is the great thing about football it, it can give you the moment it brings you right back immediately uh if it's your team you know you could probably watch Mora scoring those goals over and over and so- over and over and over again <laughs>
1: So you talked, uh, you did a um a kind of instant reaction on your Instagram, and it's like an hour. it, it well, I, an hour. I I I joined it like right away, and I yeah. and it because I knew what you were gonna say, yeah, and it made me so happy to watch you live through that, and awesome. I got I got I mean I'm not I'm I'm not gonna compare because they are apples and oranges, but the point is is that your team got to play in a championship. final, they, but they won the semi final. My team in in tremendously dramatic fashion and i wept like a fucking child it's incredible yeah but yours was so much more dramatic my couch (laughs) uh but it but 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 it it was the spurs version of the aguero goal right yeah and we don't have somewhere to prove it but but nonetheless um that moment takes me back so much so that every year around this time you get as i remember you get, last year yeah you get you get fired up you get the memories you get the retweets on twitter you it's get amazing the, hey look at it from this view. hey there's here's a video from the Sporter section which was in that end and you've never seen it before and you start just like getting like welled up all over again yeah, so i can watch so,
0: the aguero goal anytime anywhere always and be like oh my god and i and i literally will run around and make people watch it and i'm hoping if nine years later yeah and i'm hoping that there will be a moment in this champions league final where i can run around and have phil foden either score the final or aguero come off the bench and score the winner cuz it's going to be tough these two teams are good uh i think chelsea's lacking the depth their defenders are good as a unit but individually probably aren't as good as city's city just have you know for city it's always if we finish our go- chances we're not losing right it's only about right. the finishing it's never about yeah. will, Pup, will Pep fuck is, it up? Will somebody one of fall over? problems? Same, same I, problems. They both have the same. Well, so
1: the way I look at this game is Chelsea's a good team, Man City's a great team. Yeah. On paper, I I don't think it'll be close. But on the day, and a good team can beat a great team.
0: Yeah, anything. Yeah, I mean Spurs beat City. You you had no right to beat that City team. None, zero.
1: Sonny went fucking nuts. Is how we beat you guys, right? <laughs> so it's and like, Aguero, and Aguero like, missed the penalty right 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 so like spurs beat city without harry kane so from the file of anything is possible right don't rule out chelsea yeah
0: but but, my goodness but spurs but what spurs always had is that they always had spirit right always that's the pochettino thing they always had spirit and even psg they had negative spirit like they started kicking i mean they were about (laughs) there was about seven minutes there where it was like yo they're gonna have a fight it's bad
1: when when De Bruyne got the yellow card, I was like, "Pep, get him off the goddamn field right <laughs> now, right now." Yeah, yeah. And and it was funny watching the defenders like like uh, it was watching Fernandinho scream at Zinchenko. That was oh, amazing. Wait a second, really quick, really quick. That was so great. Alexander Zinchenko was not a player I thought I would be talking about on this podcast, but he's he had awesome. a
0: phenomenal game. He's so he good. has
1: really come into his own. But so that was one point
0: two million dollars. Yeah, he's our it, he's our Robertson. Yes, not, good, not as good as Robertson. And
1: so Bernardino <laughs> grabs him by the scruff of the neck and goes, screams at him, and, and in no uncertain terms. And I'm paraphrasing. He goes, "Do you want to miss the fucking Champions League final?" And he's like, "Shut up." Okay, fine. <laughs> but,
0: but that was real. There were there were a lot of guys doing that. It was a really yes. Cool it was a really chippy moment game there. Well, PSG just this is their problem. They they basically got two guys sent off. They could have gotten something from these games, and they fucked up because they are a flat-track team. Like, when things are going well, they're fine. But if you start fucking with them, they Definitely. fall apart, and they didn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I think Pochettino has worked. I do think that PSG are more lethal than Chelsea, but they're not a team. I feel like Chelsea is a, has good team spirit. City's, like, on an all-time level. Like, where does, where does City stand? If they get this Champions League, that means Pep gets three leagues and a champions league plus a quad plus a a treble domestic treble. I mean, we become, it it starts, you need that champions league to start going, okay, this is the best. This is the best premier league team of all time. Like without it, you can't do it. Right. Because you've got the United treble team. You've got two treble winning United teams that both won the champions league. One is the, 90 is the 99 2000 2001 team, and then there's the 2006 to 2010 uh, United team, 2009 2000 team. Those two three year periods are what cement United as like the best team ever, right? Yep. They have two versions of that team. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Invincibles, you had 13 draws and you went to one Champions League final.
1: Where did the Invincibles stand on the all time Premier League points list? Like not close fourth
0: now? Yeah, not close. They didn't
1: even get 90. Okay, the Invincibles are the 2001 Seattle Mariners.
0: Yes, they They have
1: the second most wins in in American League, not even in baseball history, and nobody cares. Nobody fucking cares. You won one game in the ALCS. By the way,
0: I will never – this gives me goosebumps too. The Roger Clemens game where he throws inside, they yell at him, and then he fucking mows them down on steroids is the greatest pitching performance of all time. I love Roger Clemens, and I will say it <laughs> unabashedly. Not only that, the fucking Pedro uh, game, two nothing to the Yankees at Yankee Stadium. Roger Clemens, the Trot Nixon home run in the ninth. I was there.
1: Inning.
0: I was there too. Yeah, that was the that was the edgiest atmosphere at a ball game I've ever been to. It oh. was going to kick off like if that they, was if it, it
1: was that, intense. Yeah, <laughs> if somebody hits somebody.
0: It would, the, the everybody stadium stadium would have erupted. that, that was the that was, that was, that was yeah, the yeah, that yeah, i was the best game i was at and yeah, they yeah. lost it
1: was amazing we need to have like a sidebar old yankee stadium
0: Ugh, what a, podcast the because there are
1: some best. nights where it's like <laughs> man i remember i remember that night too and i remember hit trot nixon hitting the home run but like it was it was watching a staring contest it was the best staring Pedro contest anybody had was ever so been at.
0: good then like I, he as was much as he's untouchable he, he's the best he just is a fucking legend he's right? untouchable and yeah, you know what? He's,
1: he's a great mentor to Luis Severino. So, for whatever I hate him, I'm very quick. I love him. I, I'll
0: always love Pedro. It,
1: it, anyway, back to the football. Um,
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so, City. I feel City, really good yeah, about City City. are sentences. going there. We're hanging in there. There's a lot to feel. All the feels. Uh, I'm sure all my friends want me crying because they laugh at me about crying. I don't care. I do have a question for you, Mike. So, yeah. we talked Rangers hockey. There was a, a a front office. There was group. a
1: Manchester United insurrection ish <laughs> event.
0: What is the football equivalent to what happened to the Rangers? Basically, the Rangers had like a thing it's, happen. It's,
1: <laughs> I had a, I had a really good Yankee parallel. I don't know if I have a, a Premier League parallel. Well, because they the don't Yankee really
0: parallel for an office thing,
1: right? The Yankee parallel is um, whichever Steinbrenner isn't dead, right? <laughs> Fires Cashman because Steinbrenner wants to put out an, a statement about how the Astros are total fucking liars and cheaters. They are. And Cashman goes, "You can't do that, man." And the Yankees this season have been underachieving. So, Ca- so whatever Hank or Hal—I forget which one died—goes, "You're fired."
0: Hal's alive. And Hank is dead. You're taking.
1: Uh, thank you. And so, and and you're taking who's like you're taking Mattingly with you. No, yeah. not even Mattingly. You're taking like, you're taking Reggie Jackson with you. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: So that's what happened because so, so John Davidson is a um, legend. He's a legend in, in the Rangers for two reasons. A he's the Played. best. He's the third, the fourth best goalie the Rangers have ever had. I suppose. Yeah. Jockerman Richter and Lundquist are probably ahead of him, and no uncertain, you know, no, no order. Uh, so you've got that. i piece. ride for Van Biesbroek, but that's okay. There's um, Be- <laughs> Be- Be- five. There's five. But, but so no, nonetheless, John Davidson is also beloved by the fan base. Cause as you mentioned that 94 team, he was oh, on the baby. mic. He was the analyst. Oh baby. For 25 years. Yeah. Uh, he's a very good president. The team has been going through a, a transition tough, but really good, frankly, incredible rebuild over the, over three years, since there was a quote unquote, the letter, which was basically a statement by Jeff Gordon, an unprecedented event that said, we're going to rebuild where everybody you love is going to die and we are, it's going to be difficult and we're going to be better for it. And he was right. Right. I mean, he got, he got a lot of lottery luck and he made some really great trades, some questionable. I would say Jeff Gordon was a good GM with great luck. And I wasn't really that pissed off about firing him because Chris jury is the hottest commodity in hockey. So you were going to lose him soon if you didn't fire jeff gordon and i thought about that earlier in the season when he interviewed for the pittsburgh job and actually i don't know if he turned it down or didn't get it but is he, a,
0: is he the gm Chris um, Fury? he played it for colorado Chris right? Fury is
1: now the and the rangers okay he he was and and so he is now the gm and the president yeah so i have it on decent uh authority that um Basically, Jeff Gordon was going to be fired. The Rangers just lost two games to the Islanders, where they did not score a goal, by the way. And then Monday's catastrophe with Washington, where the player should have been suspended and all that stuff. So there's two, there's a couple of different stories out there that, like, basically, um, I think Arsenal,
0: I think Arsenal had similar things like this. They hired Mitzel Slat, and and they fucking sacked him. And Mm -hmm. he was trying to rebuild Arsenal. He had been the 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 sporting director at Borussia Dortmund. They gave him a shot. He had one mistake, and they fired him.
1: If you tell me that <laughs> Rangers are Arsenal, because I feel like they're the Jets,
0: I'm gonna kill myself. <laughs> no, the fucking Islanders are the Jets. Come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But so without but winning, th- so that's the thing is that like you're you're managing the greatest rebuild. Like the fa- like you're already slowly starting to see the fruits of the labor. Yeah. Next year, you're like, hey, we're gonna be a problem for the rest of the team. And by the yeah. way, they realigned because of the because of COVID and everything. The Boston Bruins are one of the best teams in the league. They're in your division now. Good luck. So there was you were never going to make the playoffs this year. It was never a realistic, you know, expectation. And so, so that that became a lot of basically James Dolan on Tuesday woke up and remembered from his Knicks him. slumber. He remembered he owned the Rangers, and everybody went, uh oh, fuck! Somebody now, should now,
0: him. Now we—I'm I, I, sure this is already like ten years too late or ten years old. Now we know what Glenn Saylor was doing all this time.
1: Glenn Saylor is <laughs> no, no, no. He yes, he's still the the special advisor, and so oh, he
0: was keeping—he was keeping everyone away from. He was keeping Dolan away from the team all this time. The exact, we got to get back to the soccer, though, my friend. He's back anyway. Oh, <laughs> I, I don't think we have any more soccer, but yeah. No, I mean, we do, we do, we do, we do. Got?
1: Oh, speaking of Arsenal have had it.
0: Yeah. So Arsenal. Arsenal had a chance to go to the Europa League final, which is the NIT. They were down 2-1 at home. They needed to score a goal to bring the draw. They did nothing. They got a nil-nil draw against Villarreal, against their former manager who had a 2-1 lead. Good evening. It is time for Arsenal to take a giant dump. I think this is a fire. This is fireable. This is like Arteta's getting close to lose. He's definitely losing the fans too many home performances where they're flat. They have nothing like play for the badge. Like, what are you doing? Like, it's not like they're not young kids who've been at Arsenal since they were literally eight years old. Smith Rowe, Saka, all these kids. What is going on? Did Basically, Keir, uh, Tierney is the greatest left back of all time because he's been out. They stopped being able to do anything. So uh, Arsenal really are terrible. They're really in trouble. Uh, they have the most losses they've had in decades, basically. And at home against Villarreal, they put up two shots on target. I mean, come on. Rob Holding, Mari, Odegaard, Smith-Rowe. These are young guys. Oh, no, Kearney did play. Oh, well, there you go. Then then I don't even know what the hell happened to Arsenal. I totally forgot. But basically, Villarreal are a one-man team. They have Gerardo Moreno, who has 20 goals. He's, you know, 30 years old, and the team is slow, and, and, and Arsenal played right into it. They, like, didn't understand that the way to beat Villarreal was to, oh, they're old and slow. Let's hit them on the break. Let's play fast. Let's get in behind. Our Absolutely. players are fast and young. Why don't we act fast and young? But wait, no, Arteta- wait, wait,
1: hold on. I don't think this is a failing on Arteta as much as I think it is uh, Emery's revenge. Because who <laughs> knows this Arsenal team better than Unai Emery?
0: Right? <laughs> yeah, goes, for sure.
1: Oh, I'm going to beat them. I have no problem. It wasn't even like a cocky, I'm going to get those motherfuckers. By the way, he's a
0: super good coach and has won this tournament. Three times,
1: yeah, 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 absolutely. And so I'm I just got to watch that second half and laugh because I was like, Oh yeah, uh he knows exactly how to not get a result out of Arsenal because he was there, <laughs> right? So I, I just I, I don't know. I, I mean the weird I the, got some shine and fraud out of it.
0: The the weird thing is is like the Arsenal did put on an attacking side, but they still didn't create. I don't even have to watch it, I know what they did, they were slow and ponderous. And the crap Pep Guardiola just doesn't – He it's hard to get guys to play the way that, um, that he wants them to play. And you've got to adjust. You've got to be like, okay, this is winner take all. I've got to play differently. When Arsenal was playing well, they hit teams on the break. And when they've been playing bad, they can't. And I wish that they would just go back to what they were good at, which was sitting deep. And playing, you know, not playing, not, not not playing for the break, but try and, you know, not have the ball. You don't have the players to play how you want to play, or they're not getting it. You have to find a different way and exploit teams' weaknesses. This team is slow. It's Francois Coquelin in the midfield for fucking Villarreal. He's a arsenal reject. <laughs> like from 10 years ago. Basically, this is the man that Eden Hazard spun into the ground, and he was never to be seen again. Now I know where he
2: is. He's in Spain.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, there's a Funes Mori. I don't know which one on this team because there's like (laughs) seven of them. I, I just can't believe that Arsenal just can't beat the seventh team in La Liga when we just watched the best teams in England annihilate all the teams in La Liga. Right? No, like,
1: well, that's a golf, right? Like, listen, England is the best league, and England does have the strongest competition. And,
0: uh,
1: Arsenal have the say, fifth highest payroll in the fucking league. Well, no, nobody's arguing that, but they're paying Obama Yang basically half of Villarreal's team, right? So hold yes. on a second. That math doesn't compute to me, even though it's obvious what the, the golf and difference is, but I can't. I can't sit here and and understand Chelsea versus Real Madrid and Arsenal versus Villarreal. Because if I were a betting man, which some may say I am, I would have always taken Chelsea and I would have always taken Villarreal. Right. Forget the name brands. It was, these are the two best teams of of those matchups. These are the two better teams I should say. Right. So, so Chelsea being near the top of the premier league and Arsenal, frankly, being middling, Seven literally
0: eighth, in the middle
1: <laughs> on their best day, yeah. you know, like, um, via, reality, I like I, I i see the top five, six of both leagues not being anywhere close, right? Yeah. And then seven, frankly, right around Tottenham, it's sort of, I feel like Tottenham are better than the seventh best team in La Liga, but like after that, it I bet you it levels out a lot, and that's what we learned today. Well,
0: right? I mean, if there's one thing we can also learn is like a good coach makes a fucking huge difference and i've ro- i rode for arteta i think the problem is these these moments of complete and utter inconsistency in moments when you're like this is the game not the fucking west ham game where you had to come back down 3 you've got to get up for this game what are you doing like so, literally light a fire under them shoot them me, with uh, testosterone as you're playing i don't care let them get caught later on that they're doping this is the game let me let season. me
1: Bring back a very popular segment on this show, Robbie. It's just not good enough, right? <laughs> so that's the thing—is that like
0: they're not good enough.
1: The players, man. It's the same players under Unai Emery. It's the yeah. same players under Arteta. Yeah, like it, it's but, the but, dead wood, and they haven't cleaned it out. And yeah, they're but Thomas Partey is
0: there. He's supposed to do something. It's okay. Odegaard. Odegaard. How many is- times?
1: How many times have you told me on this show that soccer is a weakling sport?
0: Yes, yes, yes. I said it in fact yesterday.
1: (laughs) Yesterday. So you can't look at me and tell me that Arsenal are any different than the Arsenal that has been here for the last five years, right? Yeah,
0: because they still
1: have the same weak links. And this is the problem they find with the Cronkies, and I get it. But but at the same time, like, you guys overachieved in this competition. They should not be
0: this far along, no. Right.
1: Spurs were better. Spurs were better, but like whatever, it's not about Spurs. Like you got to a semifinal, and frankly, you played like complete dog shit in the first leg. You got a red card and fell ass backwards into an away goal you didn't deserve. So you (laughs) walked into today's match thinking I have a shot, and you still didn't take advantage of it. Why? Because you just you didn't have any cohesion.
0: Aston Villa are behind Arsenal, and I would rather have Arsenal Villa in this spot. That's my point. With Greeley
1: is that yes oh my god absolutely but so yeah. that's my like, point, if is grealish,
0: like if grealish hadn't been hurt villa would be right behind liverpool yes. at this point like are yes. yes. so much better they're better coach and they have your goalkeeper bringing it back emmy martinez
1: yeah. <laughs> emmy martinez absolutely you guys a leader
0: come on yeah. you know what Martinez for spurs fuck loris get him out oh uh, i would i mean <laughs> no
1: i'll 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 back hugo to the to the fucking okay woods, but... okay
0: captain my captain are you gonna go stand on a chair um I'll stand on this chair. But yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. I, and that's
1: the thing is that I just don't believe Arsenal has the ambition to have that wholesale change. If you were to, and you, but they don't you have, you don't players. have to. Problem? Yeah, but you don't have to spend fifty million a player to make no. those changes. No, you and need heart and thing. soul and fight. You need heart and soul and fight. Hojbjerg cost fifteen million. Hojbjerg cost. But actually, they did
0: send the sh- they did ship send freight the other way.
1: Yeah, three million. He cost three million net.
0: So. Here's I what they need. Are you ready for my, my love team? I'm going to sloop it back to my favorite team of all time.
1: Brighton. They need Lewis. Basuma Dunk. and Lewis Dunk. <laughs> yep.
0: <laughs> I knew that shit was coming. Lewis yep, Dunk yep, and yep. Basuma. Come on, Arsenal. That would cost yeah. you $50 million. You get the pair. Oh. It's a two for one. Lewis Dunk is a fucking legend. Yeah. I'm not arguing that for a second. I mean, I mean, you have, think, you got Rob holding in the back. You're telling me Rob holding is better than Lewis dunk. No fucking way. No chance. No chance. Uh So the season is winding down in the premier league. There's really only one thing left to play for. We talked about Chelsea making the top four. We still have one team to say goodbye to officially the, 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 the relegation battle. If Burnley, does any th- sorry if fulham loses any points anywhere they're going to be done so with four games to go this is actually the earliest that the the bottom three will be sorted out the championship we already know two teams that are coming up we welcome back norwich and watford both returning and we hope that it's not fucking bournemouth returning we want the brentford bees and ivan tony's 31 goals to come up to Here the for League, but i love it listen i got my teams man there's teams that i like and there's teams that i don't like and brentford is one of the teams that i like (laughs) um but that is really where we are we're really just on a three-week kind of holding pattern to get to the end of the league i think next week i'm giving you this content we're gonna do best 11 but we'll do a we'll do a first and second team i like it yeah we'll do that we'll argue about that because uh you know my team actually doesn't have that many best 11 players because they don't play (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> and Spurs is going to have way too many of them and finish in seventh. I don't yeah. quite understand yeah. how that works. <laughs> no, I think we have two. But yeah. Two. Yeah. Well, maybe. But that was the Squeaky Bum Time podcast with Mike Salerno and Laurent Cortines. We release new episodes on Mondays and Thursdays. We are a proud and happy uh, part of the CHOP Network. Please rate and review on Apple Podcasts. It makes a huge difference for the show. And if you like the hockey portion, we will be doing uh, Crap Hockey. Crap uh, Laurent. Oh, icing. Crap, crap icing. icing. That'll be our next <laughs> uh Next one. Yeah. Right on.